You're listening to the She's On Her Toes podcast, episode five. She's On Her Toes podcast is about getting ahead in the business of fitness. We'll take a real life look at what it takes to own and operate a boutique fitness studio, sharing what it's really like to run a business. You know, all the stuff they don't teach you in business school. All right. Well, welcome to another episode of the She's On Her Toes podcast. I am Carolyn Hearn, and I've got Emily and Christina, my managers here. And we are super excited about today's topic. But before we get into that, I just want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. I just want to remind everyone, if you haven't already subscribed, please go to iTunes and Apple Podcasts to do so. And if you like what we're saying, like the conversation, then please leave a review. Leaving reviews is super helpful, and it helps us reach a broader audience, helps more people find the podcast. And we actually got an awesome review this week from Skylar Nano. She wrote, I am really enjoying this podcast. It has great content that can be applied to any field, but is especially helpful for those in management or ownership of a fitness studio. The hosts are relatable and fun without being over the top. Thank you, Skylar. (laughs) And excited to keep tuning in. So again, keep those reviews coming. It's really exciting and uh, encouraging to see how you are enjoying the podcast. Obviously, this is kind of a labor of love for us. We just really enjoy uh, fitness. We enjoy the business of fitness and want to help you uh, in your endeavors as well. So I guess without further ado, let's get into today's topic. And just to kind of tee it up here, we're all familiar with the following quotes and phrases. Your success does not depend on the failure of others. Misery loves company. And the whole is the glass half empty or half full question. Super uh, important dilemma every day, right? But today we're going to be talking about living with abundance and why that can be challenging in our ultra competitive world. So what is living with abundance? Well, it means that opportunities are unlimited. If someone gets more, that doesn't necessarily mean that someone else gets less. And when you live with an abundance mentality, you have strong personal worth. You feel secure. You are open to all possibilities. You're creative and fulfilled. Sounds awesome, right? So why is it easier for us to root for others to fail? rather than champion their success? Have we really reached a point where our world is so cutthroat that we only recognize our own success when others fail? So today's topic, do you root for others to fail? Let's get going on that. And I guess like before I answer, before I ask the first question, I've really been thinking about this a lot over the last few weeks. I mean, it's definitely something that I think that's come up since I opened Pure Bar Winston-Salem over five years ago, and certainly when we opened the second location uh, over three years ago. And you always, and maybe it's just me, maybe I'm just paranoid, but there have always been a few people out there that really... I think have been rooting for me and this organization, y'all included, to fail. And it's really frustrating. Anytime something doesn't go exactly right, like if somebody comes to class and sees that they're not completely full, we get some comments like, oh, why aren't classes full? 
I don't know, maybe it's spring break and people are out of town. Like, maybe it's graduation and everyone's, you know, attending those ceremonies. Who knows? Maybe it's just really nice outside and everyone wants to go out drinking. Like, I I don't know. (laughs) You know, or there was an instance a couple weeks ago where we had several clothing shipments that were all delayed. I'm not really sure what happened. They were all from different brands, so I, I don't know if this was just like a systemic failure from China or wherever these clothes were coming from. But we were about like two or three weeks late in getting some of our shipments and we really didn't have a lot of clothes. And, you know, I guess I could have made the decision to kind of fill in with some at once things, but then we would have had double and I'm not really sure that that would have been the best decision. So for about two weeks, we really didn't have that much to offer in terms of clothing. The racks were a little bare and somebody asked if we were closing. And I was like, are you kidding me? We have shipments coming, they are delayed. Like, give me a break. (laughs) Like sometimes that happens. And then furthermore, like I guess just to kind of pile it all on, like I heard this story from a friend, but uh, she ran into a really significant problem with her business a while back and had to close for a while. And Immediately, the rumor mill started up that, you know, she was closing for good, that they weren't going to be reopening, that the business had failed. And, you know, it was really just for renovation and that they needed to fix some things. And it would have taken way less time had they just closed for a couple weeks versus try to do it in the evenings and then have everything be a mess. So... I just, you know, it really kind of bugged me when I heard all these things. And I was just like, you know what, maybe we just need to talk about that. Because also, I think the same kind of mentality applies in fitness. And we can kind of talk about that as we get going. But yeah, I guess the concept of one's own success resulting due to the failure of others, I mean, it's really, it's real. Like, it happens all the time. We've all done it. And I'm not saying that's good or bad, but it's happened to all of us, whether we're on the receiving end or the thinking end. And in a time when there have really never been more opportunities for women and small business owners, just people in general, why do we continue to have a scarcity mindset? I mean, why is living with abundance so hard? Like, what are y'all's thoughts on that? I think that, like, some of it, some of the, like, the comments that you get or, like, the, the um, people just, like, jumping to the negative or, like, assuming the worst about your business, like, comes from a place of jealousy or comes from a place of, like, not having their own self-worth. So if you're talking about, like, a direct competitor, like, your competitor sees something and, like, maybe they're nervous about their business anyway and they see, you know, that you've closed, they immediately think, oh, my gosh, well, I'm struggling. Like, maybe they're closing. Like, maybe that's going to help me. And, And you just get into this negative spiral when if you were really fulfilled by your life, your business, whatever it might be, then when you see that, you might think something totally different. So I think a lot of it comes from like the individual person and where their mindset is. Are they fulfilled in their personal and professional life? Um, is it coming from a place of jealousy? Because uh, sometimes, you know, you feel, you feel, you see somebody else doing well, and that makes you feel worse about yourself because you're not. Maybe that doesn't necessarily work for everybody, but a lot of times I think it comes from an individual or from like a, a place of them not feeling great about what they're doing. I agree. I sort of viewed it a little differently, I guess, with thinking about our clients and whatnot and thinking about all of the um, competitors we have around town and whatnot and just other workouts and 
I think sometimes you are a little worried that people it may find the next best thing or you know something a little different but I think what we're offering is what we feel is the best workout and we believe in it and I think we want people that feel the same way and we're confident in what we have so the people that stay are ones that believe in what we're doing and love Pure Bar and if they want to go somewhere else and do something different that's totally fine but I think it's important that we find the best fit for them as a client. Yeah, definitely. And I guess from my perspective, I really don't even know what our competition is doing. Like, I really don't pay attention to it. I'm really just focused on what we're doing. And I definitely live my life by the concept of play your own game. I really, I couldn't tell you what they're doing. I I don't f really follow them on social media. I don't, you know, whatever. It's it's a non-issue for me. We have so much going on here and I have so many things that I'm trying to accomplish with the studios and with She's on Her Toes, with the podcast, with all the things that I'm doing that, yeah, I, I don't have time for it. But I think like one of the things, Emily, that you said that was so interesting kind of leads into the next question that I wanted to talk about. And that is, I mean, we've all been taught that the opposite of love is hate. But I'm starting to wonder, is fear or envy the opposite of love? I mean, we're definitely in a kind of a place in our, in our society where, you know, we're all comparing. We're, and it's really easy to compare. Yeah, yeah, I feel, I agree. I think it could be, it could go either way. I definitely think envy it could be a form of hate or the opposite of love if it's in a negative way. So say mm -hmm. you're um, jealous of something's, uh, someone has and you want them to fail from being just jealous of them and envying them then I think it definitely is a negative and the opposite of love but if it's viewed in a way of um, maybe you want to reach a goal that someone already has reached then I think there's a little difference there yeah in comparison that makes sense that definitely makes sense I think that um, jealousy and fear are really similar but because typically, like, if you're jealous of somebody, like, you're afraid that you're not enough, right? Or, like, yeah. if you're jealous of their business, then you're deep down, you're, um, whether you are acknowledging it or not, you are afraid that, like, well, I'm just not keeping up. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And fear, I think, drives a lot of things that we might not even, like, consciously realize that that's what they're driving like even in like a personal a personal way when you're taking class like if we're talking about just taking class not even talking about a business you are jealous of the person beside you 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 know you think they're really strong or you like oh man I wish I look like that or, or whatever and that comes from deep down you're just afraid that like what you are is not enough so I need to be like her same thing when you translate it like into a business you see this business and you think maybe you see their social media page you don't even know how they're really doing you're just looking at their social media and it looks like they are just killing it and deep down you're afraid I'm not doing enough for my business I'm not doing what I need to be doing and then you start you know that jealousy starts to form and then almost like without making the decision you're rooting for them to fail or you're looking for anything any signs of failure any signs of like oh maybe they're not doing great and rather than like you said playing your own game and worrying <laughs> taking all that time and putting it into your business you're wasting time worrying about something that like you can't even control yeah and I mean just to take it back to social media I mean everything that you post on social media as a business is highly curated and I know a lot of people that kind of keep like a backlog of pictures of full classes that they just kind of pull out and you know every once in a while when 
things are getting slow or, you know, it's that slow time. And yeah, they, of course it makes it look like it was just that day or just Uh yesterday or whatever. And, you know, what you post is what you want people to see. It's like literally your, you know, freshest face, like your best foot forward. And it could definitely be doctored. I mean, there's how many filters do we have? How many ways can we crop it? How many, you know, we can definitely make it look as as good as we want it to. And yeah, but okay, well, let's just kind of take that into the uh, business of fitness and health, which is what we're in. And I mean, in our business of uh, fitness and health, I mean, we see this kind of thing all the time, and just gonna throw it out there. Hopefully, you can relate to this or empathize with it. But if a friend or family member decides to work out more, lose weight, or make more healthy life choices, there's always someone trying to bring them down or knock them off track. And why is that? I mean, do we really need validation of our own poor choices at the expense of someone else? And I mean, I think. We see this a lot with our clients, especially if somebody is making a drastic change in their lifestyle. And like, I think that's one of the nice things about being in a community, uh, especially at Pure Bar Winston-Salem and Pure Bar Commons, is you know, you gotta surround yourself when you're making a big change like that with people that are like-minded and support you. I mean, that's kind of the nice thing about coming to the studios is that everybody's, well, hopefully everybody's on the same page. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, do y'all want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, I just think that's really interesting because it does just relate right back to, you know, our profession of fitness. This is like one of my biggest pet peeves. It's like right up there. It's top 10, (laughs) maybe top three. Um, As somebody that tries to promote like healthy lifestyle choices in my personal group of friends and family, um, I get a lot of people of pushback and I really do think that it is their own validation and their Mm -hmm. own fear and their own maybe not jealousy but because maybe I don't care but it's like their own fear of well I can't do that so I'm going to like make fun of it or I'm going to like I'm going to you know suggest that we do this really unhealthy thing because I can't do that anyways Mm -hmm. and I'm going to deflect that into this way of living which makes me feel better about myself and you know sometimes maybe it's done on purpose and again like we talked about earlier maybe it isn't but it's so much easier to tell to try to have somebody make a poor choice it's just stay within your lifestyle stay within what you've been doing than it is to make a really drastic choice or even if it's just like a small one of trying to get into the studio one more time a week like if you don't have support for that at home hopefully we can offer it to you here but that's really hard like if if you can't be if you don't have somebody kind of rooting for you then you have to be really strong on your own and really tough and gritted out and sometimes that can be hard and we do see people that don't have support end up leave leaving because um, it's just a really hard thing to do sometimes on your own but I really do think that you know people want they want validation for their negative choices by bringing you down yeah it sucks yeah, I, I agree. I think it goes into the back to the whole jealousy thing, too. Um, maybe these people haven't made or they want to make changes, but they just either haven't taken action to do so or they're scared to do so. They really don't want to commit. So then when they have someone close to them trying to make these changes, the easiest thing to do is sort of downplay it and make them feel, oh, well, you're not even going to follow through with that. And 
whatnot, which is just ridiculous. Um, and I have found since I started Pure Bar that I have probably the best sense of like community and accountability <laughs> to come back. And I do feel that everyone has the same mindset or lifestyle that we, it's all about balance. You know, you uh, work out, but you also need to eat right. But it's okay if you have a glass of wine or you have a little bit of chocolate or you know, <laughs> it's all right. Um, but just having people to support you is crucial. I know I definitely couldn't do it without what we have here. Yeah. 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 And I think, like, I think our client base is the opposite of that. Like, they are all supportive. Nobody's rooting for you to fail. Like, mm -hmm. if you walk in here and you are way out of shape and you, you know, you're trying to make this huge lifestyle change, I can promise you there is not one person in the room that's like, oh, I, she's not going to do it. Like, yeah. they really, they want another person in class with them. Mm -hmm. They want, like, another person to complain another about how success. hard that was. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah and they yeah. want another person that loves it. So, like, if you are somebody that doesn't have support, like, go out and find a community. Like, if your local company, here if you're not go see try different places and see if you can find a community that like welcomes you and roots for you because once you find that it doesn't matter like you can turn those other voices mm -hmm. off because now you have these positive voices rooting for you yeah and like one of my favorite things about having new clients or even just long-term clients is when they bring their friends yeah I mean it is amazing and especially when the friend just you know lights up after class just like they did it's yeah. I'm thinking of these two women that literally just started a couple weeks ago and the one woman came and then I'm not even kidding you I'm pretty sure like the next day like less than 24 hours later she brought her friend <laughs> and they've been taking class every single day since then and it's I, mean, I just think that's really yeah, cool. Like, it is, yeah. It's cool. I guess if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I had We had a, a new client this week come in, and she called, and she said, okay, so I have this friend that, like, won't leave me alone. I have to do the free week, or she's not going to leave me alone. And I was like, okay, let's set you up. And she's been three times this week. Awesome. <laughs> so, like, she yeah. totally was not – she was like, oh, whatever. Like, I'm just yeah. going to get her off my back. And she was like, I don't even know, but I think I like it. I'm coming back. <laughs> like, I, I just, like, I feel like I need it now. So, like, it's so funny. Like, sometimes it just takes, like, walking through the door to whatever establishment yeah. you can find that makes you feel like you're at home. Maybe those friends that are working out and living their best life and being healthy are on to something. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. But, uh, I mean, it does take incredible inner strength and confidence to kind of overcome those outside forces and that insecurity that could be disguised as your closest friends and family. I mean, how can we stay strong and follow through with our choices? This is like, we sound like a like a broken record here, <laughs> but like, I mean, I can't think of a better way than finding a community to support you. So that doesn't mean that you like necessarily have to leave that other community that maybe isn't as supportive. If it's your family, you can't leave them. So you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna just keep trucking along with that. But if you can find somebody that supports you or you find a community that supports you, um, that positive energy is just overwhelming. Like you're you're gonna find yourself reaching goals, you're gonna find yourself being accountable. Like maybe in the past you've like you've been on a diet or you've been on a, a workout schedule and you just totally lose it and you quit completely. We well, probably didn't have any accountability. You didn't have a community, you didn't have anybody helping you. But if you can find somebody that can help you it's going to completely change your results. Right, and I also think realizing that people that are trying to maybe bring you down or be negative uh, towards you about life changes you're trying to make, 
probably aren't very happy themselves and they might be dealing with deeper issues that are causing this. So if you want to take the time to try to, you know, have some serious conversation with them, might be worth it. Or you might just need to move on from them. I mean, I know I've had to, there just were unhealthy friendships I had back in the day and I'm so much better off now where I've found like a great community and whatnot. And I surround myself with people that like to do the same things or have the same outlook on things as yeah. you do. I also think it's important to like remember why you started. So mm-hmm. like if we're talking about fitness, if you're talking about your business, if you're talking about um, whatever it might be, um, just sometimes like life gets overwhelming and things get stressful and that's when we make poor choices or that's when we like start to spiral and we start getting those negative thoughts. We start bringing people down or we start rooting for people to fail. But if you just take a second and remember why did I do this? Like, why am I on this fitness journey? What was my goal in starting this business? What am I setting out to achieve? And if you just wrap yourself back around that, a lot of times, like, that's all you need. You just need that little reset. Maybe you need a good night's sleep, and you just move on the next day and remember that, like, I I make my own path, and this is why I'm here. That's right. Play your own game. Good times. Well, I love the phrase, be a river, not a reservoir. And I'd love to talk a little bit about what that means. I mean, for me, it means the river is, you're not really concerned. It obviously has a beginning and an end, but it's free flowing. You're not really worried about if the river is drying up. Like there's always more water coming down from the beginning of the river towards where you are along that riverbed. So you're uh, really focused on opportunities and if something passes you by then you know there's always another one coming down the river (laughs) whereas like if you're if you have like a reservoir you're damming that up you're trying to like control the flow of the river and like keep it all for yourself like you're you know kind of depriving everybody at the at the end of the river from having water they're not sharing the wealth. So right, you, yeah. um, if you are a reservoir, you want to keep everything pretty much to yourself and you want control over everything, which will lead to not having as many opportunities and being able to grow and whatnot as to being a river is what I'm gathering from mm-hmm. yeah, that, that quote. That totally makes sense. Um, it sounds like like the river is just confident in itself and like the river mm-hmm. can continue to float regardless of what things are doing and um, not worrying about the rest of like where things are going to come from or what's going on around it just being really confident and moving forward which also makes me think of another quote um, which I happen to see on social media so there's some good, <laughs> some good social media time but a candle loses nothing by lighting another candle and it just made me think mm-hmm. of like the topic today that like the can- you know it's a it has abundance and it it's not worried about um, what's going on around it it's not worried about you know it can give a little bit here it can give a little bit there it can take a little here and it's still going to be successful and move on and do its job so I think that like those all play together really well yeah I love that that's awesome maybe a little bit more uh understandable and relatable than the river and the reservoir apparently (laughs) at least to this room (laughs) (laughs) maybe you want to check out the outtakes on our on my Instagram because uh yeah we had a little trouble with this question (laughs) okay Um, But then finally, I guess I just wanted to kind of wrap things up here. I mean, I think that leadership is influence. And as leaders of this business and in our fitness community, you know, we have a huge responsibility to help everyone out and keep them motivated and keep them 
coming back and taking class and feeling like they're part of this community and that they're supported. So, I mean, how can we live with more abundance and how can we encourage rather than discourage? I think it's just so easy to fall into that like discouraged mindset. It's easy. I mean, it's easier to be negative and that's why Mm -hmm. we are negative. That's why people jump to that because mentally it's just easier to do that. Um, But if we all like us personally, but just as leaders all together, remember to like always take a second and think about what you're, how you're influencing based on your actions. So if you come into your office and you're being really negative about something, like that's gonna that's going to touch all of your employees. It's going to touch everybody that you see that day and it's going to have an impact. So just remember every day you have an impact and it can be whatever impact you want it to be. It can be a really uplifting, encouraging impact. It can be a really negative, discouraging impact. And that impact is going to last. Those people are going to go back to their friends and family, their friends and family, and it's going, it it has a big reach. So um, I think like it's so noticeable when somebody else is having a bad day close to you. It's like grows you start to feel it it can get worse so just remembering to stop what you're doing be positive and um, remember that you're a river not a reservoir <laughs> or a candle or a candle <laughs> sharing the abundance with everyone um, yeah I agree with Emily and I think it's all about your mindset and what you think um, you know you could feel terrible one day but you don't want to affect other people with what is bothering you so just have that positive mindset and you know just I just always try to make sure when everyone walks through our doors we greet them with positivity and we're so happy that they're there which we truly are like we love everyone coming into the studio um but just knowing that they might be having a terrible day and they're coming in there to clear their mind and just um have a better day I also think, I also think, like, I love what Carolyn said about playing your own game. So, like, when you find yourself, like, worrying about another business or worrying about another person, like, take that time and energy that you are spending worrying and turn it around into how you can better what it, whatever it is that you're worrying about. So, you're worried about another business, put that energy and time into how you can, like, not necessarily compete with you yeah Yeah. but how how you can like you can change yours if you're putting it into yourself and you're really down on yourself take that energy and like make some positive changes for the rest of the day like you can really like don't waste time on worrying worrying just means you suffer twice like it's true yeah Yeah. you just and I totally personally get in that game and have to like stop myself and I think some people do it better than others but stop yourself put the energy into something else something more positive something more beneficial um, and go from there because there's I mean you're wasting time when you're worrying about anything yeah I really like what you just said with that whole concept of you know when you worry you're kind of expelling the energy twice we all have things that we're insecure about and concerned about and you really at just some point have to say I'm going to make the best decisions for me and I'm going to live my life pursuing excellence and whatever that means to me whatever that form of excellence is for you then that's just really what you need to commit to and just go after it and you know as business owners I always 
try to, I, as a business owner, I try to surround myself with people that are other business owners or understand what I'm going through because it can be a really difficult life. I mean, sometimes we don't get paid. Sometimes everything is going wrong. Sometimes people quit or they do things that disappoint you and you're just like, what in the world were you thinking? Um, you know, we can't control everything. It's literally like you show up every day and you have no clue or like no idea what could happen. Like everything could be awesome or it could be a complete disaster. You just don't know. And so it's important to, you know, have a support system, have friends that can relate to that and help you out. I mean, I always go out to drinks with this one really good friend of mine every week. And yeah, we just kind of hash it all out because if we didn't, I don't know why it would just be bottled in. Just keep it in, tamp it down. <laughs> Press it lower, lower, lower. Yeah, yeah. But, and then also, you know, if you're a client, if you're looking to make a big change in your life and, you know, you need support, find a community that will help you. And who gives a shit what your family and friends think? If none of them are supportive about what you want to do for your life, then... I mean, yeah, think about it for a little while, make sure it's the right thing, but there is never a reason not to be more healthy, not to work out, not to eat better. I mean, that's just stupid. So I'm sorry if any of your friends and family are listening to this, uh, they should, you know, shame on them. Like they should support you and, you know, encourage you. And if you can't find that with your friends and family, then you make some new friends and family and call them your peer bar community because that's what we're here for. And I think, you know, all of us have had struggles and, um, you know, it's just kind of, I think, like one of the fun things about joining a studio and being in a community of women is that, yeah, you all have the same goal. You all have the same likes. and Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like that was just, I was just on my soapbox. <laughs> a rant. There a little rant. That's but okay. I really, it was a good one. It was I a good really, soapbox. I stand by that. So any of you friends and family out there... Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> be supportive. Just yeah. be supportive. Yeah, be right. supportive. All right. Well, I think we might need to just to shut it off. I think that uh, I have maybe gone off a little bit on my soapbox here. But, you know, it really bothers me that some of us are living in a mindset of scarcity. I really wish that more people would think about the benefits of living with abundance and it's something that I kind of strive for every day and certainly try to um, add into our culture here at the studios and hopefully that comes across to everyone. I know I'm super sarcastic so I think that's different than being uh, <laughs> negative and uh, always thinking about the glass being half empty. Uh, so hopefully you get that distinction. <laughs> Sometimes there's a learning curve when you work here, but eventually you get it. <laughs> Was she kidding? Yeah. Is she joking? <laughs> Uh, anyways, but yeah, I want to thank everyone. Hopefully you found this podcast enjoyable and this topic enjoyable, gave you some food for thought and how you can maybe support people in the community here or your own friends and family in some of the decisions that they're working through if they own a business, if they're trying to commit to a more healthy and fulfilled life. Uh, all of those things, you know, you can play a huge part in that person's success. So I guess let's just think about that this week. And we will join you next week with another topic. And we'll look forward to having you then. Thanks so much. And again, download the podcast on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. And then please leave a review if you've got time to do that. We would really appreciate that. And we'll see you next week. Thanks. Thanks.